Hey! <laughs> so, it's a solo cast today. Can you guess which one is here? It's Lalani. This is so awkward and I literally kind of hate this and I miss my Lizzie, but Lizzie couldn't do it tonight. So, um, great news. Lizzie is no longer part of the unemployment club. Honestly, I'm just sitting in my room right now and this is so incredibly bizarre having to talk to myself. Like, I hate this. Lizzie, I miss you. Um, but anyways, Lizzie's no longer unemployed and she is now management where she has to worry about all the shifts being covered and whatever. And her opener for tomorrow called out. So now Lizzie has to finish her hair early. And now it's just Lonnie here, which lucky you guys. Actually, not lucky at all because this is very bizarre. So excuse me for this, like, how weird this is for me because I'm sure it's, like, palpable. You can taste the awkwardness in my voice because I miss my Lizzie. Um, but anyways... Last week, we didn't have a podcast. Liz was supposed to do a solo cast. We're all we're both just trying to figure out how to do this without, you know, without, like, with the new schedule that we have. Because Lizzie is now employed, and I literally work the opposite schedule of her. I work nights all the time. She works, like, a normal 9 to 5. I do not. I work two jobs, three jobs, really. And all of them are at night. So if I'm not working as management at one place where I only work night shifts, I teach dance and that's only at night. And the other one that I do is like online. So I kind of get to create my own schedule. But even then it's like it's working. If I have time to do it, it'll be the time that Lizzie's working. So we're literally the exact opposite. So just bear with us while we're trying to get a grip, you know, like. I feel like we always say, oh, yeah, we want to be more consistent. But like, bitch, where is the consistency? We're consistently inconsistent, period. But as for me, nothing much has changed. I'm still chilling like a villain. Uh, I don't know if like you guys in your singlehood, in your celibacy have ever literally struggled with dickspiration <laughs> bitch think about it it's dick and desperation dickspiration because i can't do it anymore i literally feel like i like i reek of dickspiration i like people the men around me can fucking sniff it out i don't know what it is like i just need it i just need it and like i'd be going back to my old hoes and none of them are like None of them are taking the bait. I once, I literally sent a boy, I'm so sorry, like I, I sent a man my nipples and he asked me how my day was and I was like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? What am I literally doing wrong? Um, yeah, so this, okay, so I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Lizzie's very public on her Instagram. I'm not. I'm the opposite. So I used to be a dance teacher, more actively so, like where I was a regular dance teacher. Now I'm just a substitute dance teacher. So I'll pop in and out of different studios doing ballet. But before I was a regular Broadway baby teacher. So Broadway babies is for kids like eight and younger. And I have my parents following me on that account. So like, I will be damned if they hear me talk about my Gucci on there. Okay, I will be damned. Absolutely the fuck not. 
But um, yeah, man. So Lizzie and I have a shared notes app or notes, whatever, where we'll write about like just different topics that we want to talk about. So Lizzie had put in this little test thing. I feel like I have to burp, but it's like in my throat. So I'm just full of issues. That's the moral of this story. It's called the smile dating test. I think I have no idea, but I'm going to put it in the podcast description. The first question is, because y'all going to do it with me, is when you have no plan for the weekend, what will you do? It says, I will lie in bed all day and rest. And the second one will be, I will call my friends and acquaintances right away to make an appointment for the weekend. I'll call my friends. All right. Because I can lay in bed. It really honestly just depends on my mood. But like, you know, what would you do if you have an unexpected appointment suddenly? It will be fun. I will go out to the appointment and have nothing special. Or because it is not one of my plans, I will just make some excuses. No, mm, eh, mm. depends on my mood again, but I'll say it will be fun. What will you do when a friend takes you to a blind date? I will take the initiative first and try to improve the atmosphere. Two, I will wait until someone talks to me first. I will take the initiative first to try and improve the atmosphere. Girl, I work in sales. That's my whole job. Like, I don't know how to not do that. So, um, what do you think when you get on a plane for a trip? Um, it's going to be fun. However, I may wonder how this plane can fly. I wish it arrives ASAP. This is a weird fucking question, but I don't like being on the plane. So, I'm going to say I wish it arrives ASAP. This is going to be the shortest podcast of our whole lives. I've only been talking for five minutes and I'm breezing through this podcast. Um, Anyways, what are your concerns when you eat out? I'm worried about which of the two favorite foods to eat at the restaurant. The second one is while I'm eating, I may think about what to eat for the next meal. Yeah, I know I'm pretty indecisive. So my two favorite foods at the restaurant. After you see a music contest, what can be your response? Wow, are those... This is a weird fucking test. Okay, first of all, Lizzie put this on the notes app. Lizzie, what the fuck is this? Um, wow, are those lyrics based on the story of that person's experience? Or perhaps I wonder how long they practice. And the second choice is, wow, it is really grand. I will listen to this song every day once it comes out. Um... What the fuck? I guess I'll just do, wow, it's really grand. Because I don't know if y'all remember, but Doja Cat, (laughs) um, during the um, pandemic, she came out with Niggas Ain't Shit. And that was my fucking jam before that shit came out. That shit was bomb as fuck. She was, I think it was on like Instagram Live or whatever. And I probably listened to that video on YouTube 12,000 times. So we're going to say, wow, it is really grand. Uh, question 7 to 12. How will you react when your friend tell you that he saw she went shopping because he saw she was depressed? What did you buy? It wasn't an impulse purchase, was it? Second one was, what happened? Did you go shopping all of a sudden? These questions, first of all, the person who wrote this is like illiterate. I don't understand what the purpose is of this or where it's going. Um, but I'm going to say, what happened? Did you go shopping all of a sudden? Because honestly, truthfully, I'd be the friend that'd be shopping when she's depressed. Dude, I'm having a bad day, Amazon. I'm having a bad day, Lulu. If I'm having a bad day, Ulta. If I'm having a bad day, Sephora. You know what I mean? 
Ain't nothing a little retail share therapy. Huh. A little bit of retail therapy can't soothe. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to soothe the wallet. It's going to soothe the soul if you ask your girl here. Um, so I'm going to pick the second one. A friend suddenly said that he had passed an exam. What can be your reaction? Oh, what test was it? Congratulations. Or, wow, congratulations. You must have worked so hard. Good job. The first one. Because why the fuck would you ask them what test was it? You're not listening to them when they're talking. Like, that's fucking rude. And even if you're not listening, don't tell them that. All right. Top one. When your girlfriend suddenly loses something important, what can be your reaction? Uh... That was what you loved. I feel sorry. Or second, how did you lose it? Where did you see it last? I'm solution oriented. The second one. What will you do when you're going to a restaurant with your lover? Just before going to eat, I may rush to find the right place to make a reservation. Or the second one is I will make a reservation in advance and decide what to eat. Uh, yeah, I'll make a reservation in advance. I'll do that shit fucking two, three days early if I can. Um, how do you choose a date dress? I may choose my best clothes just before I go out on the day, and the day. The second option is the day before I set from head to toe. I feel like those are the same. Lizzie, what the fuck? Um, anyways, so I guess I may choose my best clothes just before I go out on the day. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't fucking know. What will you do if you decide to go on a trip with your lover? Just by buying a plane ticket, I think 70% of preparation is done. What the fuck? The second one is I will make a detailed plan for each day in advance. Bitch, that's me. I will make a detailed plan. Itinerary, bitch. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what my results are. It do be loading. Pink smile. So I'm a quick-witted love master. They tend to be careful in dating when they're in a relationship. It is important to keep certain lines to approach them. They're good-natured and friendly, so they have many friends. They often develop from acquaintances to lovers rather than blind dates. Yeah, because fuck a blind date. I don't sit with nobody I don't fucking know. And then they notice and emphasize with other with their lovers' feelings well because they are quick-witted. They expect to go back what they have given. Oh, they expect to get back what they have given, either as expressions or gifts. And they feel a sense of stability in the relationship if the other person expresses love, expresses him or herself generously a lot. They're disappointed when their lover behaves rudely. They hate situations of conflict with their lover and they hate lying extremely. Very, 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 very true. I do not take lying well. I, I'm really bad at it, first of all. Like, you cannot, I cannot lie to save my life. You're going to know it's a lie in 10 seconds because I can't fucking look at you. Like, it just don't come out right. And I hate conflict. Like, in between my lover and I, my, my mans, you know what I mean? Like, if there is a problem, I will leave. <laughs> I'm working on confrontation and really talking it through. And if Lizzie was here, she'd be like, no, you're good at it. Because I can confront it. But I need space and time to, like, untangle it in my hair. Like, if me trying to confront issues were a thing it'd be nappy hair because i would have to sit there and brush it for ten thousand years and criticize myself while i'm doing it and when i finally get to it yes it'll be rewarding but my head will fucking hurt bitch if that makes sense if you're black you get it if you don't get it then i'm sorry um but yeah no it's very true uh let's see let's see let's see what else does this bitch say 
they expect to get back what they have given either as expressions or as gifts yeah because this fucking relationship isn't one fucking sided but also if y'all have listened to the other podcasts my love language is um gifts so when people give me gifts i feel loved so and i know i get a lot of gifts honestly i can't do this podcast if i'm just talking about myself do you guys ever feel like that if you're just talking about yourself you're like what the fuck like you just like you're like why am i talking about myself so much you know what i mean lizzie whenever she hears me say stuff like that she's like how are you a leo but then also y'all have seen my hair i'm a leo (laughs) and i'm the funniest person i know too anyways quick topic change i'm from florida well kind of not really i'm really from california but most of my schooling, well, my higher education is from Florida. So I don't know if y'all have heard about critical race theory in Florida. Quick change here, big change here, academic change here. But I literally, it bothers the balls off of me because so my major um, in grad school right now is writing and rhetoric and my emphasis is in critical race theory. So basically what critical race theory is, is using, finding the language to describe race and social class differences, things like that. Words, let me look up a better definition because this might be my emphasis, but somehow the education is not educated right now. Um, Let me find it. Critical race theory. Please hold. What is it? So critical race theory, CRT, is a cross-disciplinary examination by social and civil rights scholars and activists of how laws, social and political movements, and media shape are shaped by social conceptions of of race and ethnicity. So it's under attack, basically. So there is an article here that I'm looking at by E.W. Edweek.org, basically. That um, so I know specifically in Florida, uh, the governor is trying to prohibit the teaching of critical race theory and of black and colored and brown narratives. You know, in the K through twelve education, which is insane because I already feel like those narratives and those stories are already not being told. It's almost to the point where like in my school where I am in my grad year, like I'm an adult in school, right? And my professors are scared to say things like diversity because it just does it just doesn't align with what the government wants our government in Florida wants us to understand in terms of education and what's important in terms of what is valued in Florida when you're seeking education, you know what I mean? It's almost like the idea, if you were to erase the whole problem, it solves it. But that's quite literally the opposite of what is happening. So think about your education K through 12, right? Where you, as a brown person or a black person, don't learn narratives and literacy through the eyes of your own culture. Therefore, you learn that your culture is not important in school. Therefore, you learn your language is not important in education. Therefore, you learn that your hair is unprofessional, your language is unprofessional, the way that you present yourself is unprofessional. It's ghetto. It's um, aggressive. You know what I mean? So this is just a more aggressive, aggressive, aggressive and more intense reaction to, I believe, like more recent political movements where it's like 
you know, we've seen people like AOC in office, um, Elon, Elon Omar, like people like that, where these are radical women of color in these spaces, openly talking about what it means to be a person of color in a, in a country created for white people, right? Um, and let me tell you, Florida be white. And if it not be white, it'd be full of Hispanic people. And if it's not just full of Hispanic people, it's full of Hispanic people who be living in the sunken place. I hope I do not get canceled for this. But like, it's very, very, very true. We, I don't think we realize, but we internalize so much of the racism that is projected onto us. We're taught to hate ourselves for our skin, for our hair, for for so many things, you know what I mean? Because because we're taught that if I say y'all, if I say finna, if I say things like that in a professional space, I can't be taken seriously. If I wear my hair natural in a space, I can't be taken seriously, you know? And so I don't think it's only isolated to the black experience. I think it's very much harsher and more intense in the black experience. Granted, it's not a fucking minority race here where it's like, who is hurt more? You know, the minorities in America are hurting constantly, you know, because they're in a system that's meant to like oppress them, you know? Anyways, um, but it's also, if you look at like Chicano studies, wow, this is the nerdiest podcast ever. I tried to really keep it on brand in the beginning, but it just didn't work for me. But look at Chicano studies, you know, like, even to the extent in which Spanish is a quote unquote like minority language where everybody's like, speak English, this is America, but really that isn't true. Um, like Spanish to some extent is a colonizer's language, no? Because Spanish is of Europe. So what is really like, you know, the indigenous language of Latin America, it's like the Mayans, it's, you know, Boricuas, you know, it, it really, it's, I don't know where I was really going with this, but the point is, Florida, what the fuck, bro? Like, what the fuck? Why is my whole fucking carrera, is it carrera or cadera? Cadera? I know, I think it's carrera, like my, like my major. I don't know. I, I don't really speak Spanish. Anyways, um, why is it under attack? Like, I don't understand what the threat is in teaching people people of color their history and giving them a voice in their education like that's the most empowering thing you can do you have no idea had i been taught all these things that i have learned in my you know years of higher education like i didn't get introduced to things like code switching like systemic racism like like feminism things like that until i was in higher education no like if had I been introduced to these things that this I myself was not wrong for being who I am, being in the skin that I am, in the body that I am, with the hair that I have, that it is society's per, like perception of these features that is inherently oppressive, right? Um, anyways, I've gone off. I've sister ranted for a while. We just be jumping topics as we do not have Lizzie to guide us today, right? Um, okay, reining it back to what I was talking about earlier today where I was talking about dickspiration. <laughs> My brain moves a million miles per hour. But um, I'm going to wrap it up with this thing I saw on TikTok where it's like a proverb, right? <clears throat> 
it's like you will not catch butterflies just let this sink in people okay because now i'm done ranting you will not catch butterflies by chasing them you'll run away oh not you'll run away they'll run away the butterflies will run away right right so to catch a butterfly you grow a beautiful garden and then they will come to you and if they don't come to you you still have a beautiful garden so let that sink in today people i'm trying to teach myself this you don't go around chasing the wiener right girls ladies men i don't whatever if you like a wiener if you like a girl I, i don't know if you like all of the above we don't go chasing it we work on ourselves so that we are this beautiful garden, you know? And then they'll come to us. But even if they don't come, who cares? You are that beautiful garden. Why the fuck would you need a butterfly? Anyways, um, I've really jumped all over the place. And maybe the next solo cast that I do will be better and more organized. And maybe I won't go from some weird fucking smile test to critical race theory and political issues to some weird proverb that I heard on TikTok. But this is just a trial run. So I hope you guys enjoyed this 20 minutes of nothingness. And take that proverb with stride. All right. Amen, (laughs) y'all. Bye.